welcome to Those Catholic Shrinks, the podcast about mind, body, and spirit. I'm Lisa. And I'm Regina. We're two Catholic therapists following the call of Jesus in our vocations and in our profession. So put the kettle on, grab your favorite tea, and let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode. I'm flying solo this episode, so wish me luck. But I want to share with you what we're going to talk about today. We're going to be talking about five stages of change and maybe some tips of what you can do when you're in the process of discerning something, considering whether or not to make some type of big change in your life. But first, before we get into that, I want to let you all know what I'm drinking today. You know, I think this is one of the first years, I think probably for a lot of people where I personally am welcoming some of the early signs of Christmas. Usually I'm a fan of living out the liturgical seasons and being very intentional about that. But I think just because of the pandemic, I'm not totally upset. I'll admit I'm not totally upset that there's lots of uh, Christmas things starting to come out pretty early this year. So in that spirit, I have a peppermint mocha with me. I won't say where it's from, but I'm enjoying it very much. And it's getting me in the holiday spirit and lifting my mood quite a bit. So the five stages of change. What do I mean when I say that? Well, there's basically phases or stages that people go through when they're about to make a big change in their life. And as therapists, we have, when people come to us for therapy or for counseling, there are different stages that a client may enter the room with or a family might enter the room with as far as their readiness to to change. So it's helpful to pay attention to that, to be aware of what stage you're in and whether or not you're actually in a phase where you're ready to make a change in your life before you can take that step and make a decision. So I'm going to talk through the five stages, and then we'll give some tips of what to do when you're considering making a change in your life. So the first one is pre-contemplation. Pre-contemplation is the stage where someone is unaware of their behavior or unaware of any need for change. They're not really planning on making a change at all. They're just living life perfectly happy and not aware that there could be an issue with a behavior. You know, maybe, for example, like somebody with an addiction is a good example. They're just living life, um, engaging in some types of substance abuse and not really interested in making any change. Contemplation is the second stage. And in contemplation, people are thinking about change. They're seeking out support and information. So they haven't taken the step, but they're seeking out support and information. So that might be just learning about what resources there are available for someone who is struggling with substance abuse. Or a more moderate example, um, if you're thinking about potentially changing jobs or looking for a a new job, you're just sort of perusing Indeed and perusing job sites and just seeing what's available doesn't mean you're actually going to apply, but you're just kind of checking out what's on the scene. The third stage of change is preparation. Now you're actually planning to make a change. You're gathering confidence and resources. So you're creating a plan in place for what would happen if you were to actually change jobs. Um, what's the timeline look like? Who do I need to inform and what order? So again, you're preparing for that change and you're getting everything in place before you actually take that next step. The fourth stage of change is action, taking that action, taking the positive steps to make a change and putting plans into practice. So somebody with the substance abuse concerns would be actually taking steps to 
reduce their consumption, to quit, to get off of the substance altogether. Or if you're searching for the job change, you apply, you have the interview, you take that actual action, positive steps towards making the change in your employment. And then the fifth stage is maintenance. Maintenance is basically at this point, you are achieving results. It becomes a part of your normal daily life. So for the person who is struggling with substance abuse, it is easy for them to avoid that substance. They are sober living. It's a part of their daily life. And they've achieved that level of result that they want to achieve. And, you know, in an everyday example, you're in your job, you're living life. There's also sort of a sixth stage to change, and we can kind of go back and forth in between the fifth and sixth stages, depending on what situation we're in. And that is recurrence or relapse. So it is what you think it is when I say it. Recurrence is basically you experience a recurrence of those symptoms or you have a relapse. So something comes back. Oh, no, maybe I made a mistake. Maybe this wasn't a good job. Maybe I need to go back to where I was before or with alcoholism or some type of substance abuse issue, you drink again, you get back into that. So there's some type of relapse and your primary task in that recurrent stage is to cope with what's going on and determine what to do next. You're in those old patterns, but you want to create a solution to try to get those patterns back that you worked so hard to develop and change. So I want you to think for a minute, think through those five original stages, pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. And just think about some situations going on in your life. Is there a certain stage you're at right now when you think about a big change you need that you have coming up or you're trying to make a decision about something? What stage of change do you think you're in at this moment in time? And what is one thing you think you can do to take one step forward, to just move slightly forward, a tiny baby step up that scale of change towards taking some action? And what I want to do is spend a little bit of time giving you some tips of what you can do to take action. If you're kind of unsure, you're discerning and you're like, okay, I'm in this pre-contemplation stage or just contemplation but I don't know what to do next. Here are some tips of what you can do to make sure that you move a little bit closer towards taking some action in that positive direction. First, I think you should start small. It can be really overwhelming when we're thinking about making a change in our lives or considering something new. And so sometimes it's easier to just focus on the next small thing. So one example is just thinking about in my own therapy practice, There's lots of ideas and lots of different things you can do to reach out to people and connect with people more. And so there's all, you know, should you do live videos? Should you do a podcast? Should you do blog posting? And I remember being very overwhelmed at that thought and just kind of thinking about, well, I can do all of them and I want to do all of them. And that's really hard to bite off more than we can chew in the beginning. And so it's really helpful to just focus on one. And so When I first started my practice, I really invested in blog posting a lot. And that was my one thing. And that's what I did. And I tried really hard to do it to the best of my ability and eventually build from there and sort of increase different ways to connect and assist people and provide information online. And so starting small, whatever it is, start small and focus on that and do that well before you get too overwhelmed thinking about all the options. The other thing I would say is focusing on the present. Again, when we're thinking about a change or a big decision, it can become 
a little daunting to think about what life will be like in the future and is this going to be the right decision and we can get paralyzed and oftentimes get stuck and not make any decision at all because we're so worried about making the exact right decision that's going to be perfect and not mess up the trajectory of our life. And so really just pay attention to what is most helpful to me right now? What is something that's within my capacity and ability to do right now in this moment based on my current state of life and my financial abilities and free time and whatever else that I have available to me? What is something that will be helpful to me in this present moment in time? And just start there and try not to get too bogged down on, did I make the absolute most perfect right decision? In addition to that, not waiting until things are perfect to do them. A lot of times we think, okay, I need to save this money up and I need to make sure I finish this first. And before you know it, you know, five, six, 10 years go by, maybe even longer, 20 years, and we still haven't taken that action step towards change. So giving yourself the courage to take a little step forward, regardless of if things are perfect or how you envision them to be. And that's one really interesting thing when we think about our faith. Taking action does involve that virtue of courage at times. Sometimes peace comes after we make a decision. So sometimes it's helpful to just make a decision first, and then after you make that decision, see if God's peace stays with you. I know when people discern a lot and they're trying to make a decision, they are trying to figure out, you know, what is God calling me to do? Is this the right thing? And waiting for that big message from God in the sky, you know, that lightning bolt to tell them it's okay to move forward and take that step. But one thing that I've learned from a spiritual director that was super helpful to me was he talked about sometimes it's helpful just to make a decision first and then see if God's peace is with you after you've made that decision. Because it can be very confusing when you're thinking through several options at once. And this is a strategy from St. Ignatius's Discernment of Spirits. And so sometimes we can be really confused and maybe distracted from potentially God's will or from what we're supposed to do. And sometimes it's helpful just to make a decision regardless of if we think it's right or wrong and then see if there's any peace after that decision. Once you start moving in that direction, does God's peace come and join you in that moment or is there a lot of disquiet and unsettledness? And that could be a sign that maybe we need to reevaluate and we could go back and reconsider our options. That little step forward takes a lot of courage and it can be really helpful to just rip the Band-Aid off at times and just decide and hope that it works out or with the expectation that you can make a quick change, a quick pivot if you need to, if it, it doesn't work out. The other thing about taking action is it keeps you humble. You have to keep your take your pride out of the way. You risk a lot of vulnerability in a sense because you risk being wrong. So say you do take that step and you make a decision and there's no peace and it doesn't work out. You have to make that pivot and change. There's some vulnerability there because you risk appearing wrong to some of your peers or colleagues, friends and family. So I see this with um, college students a lot. They're not sure after they graduate, should I go back to graduate school? Should I get a certain type of job? Should I move away? Should I stay local? And they really feel this pressure of as if I'm making this decision now that's going to affect the rest of my life. When the reality is a lot of times you can make one decision and then if it doesn't work out, you can change your mind. Say, for example, you decide to stay local and there's no peace and you don't like it and 
you really wish you were living out of state or you want to go back to school, like in a year you can just reapply and go back to school or say you go to school and you realize you should have stayed working. So there is a little bit of that moment of humble pie, which I think is good for us. We all need those times of humility to remind us nothing's perfect all the time and that, you know, God is perfect. Don't be afraid. In other words, don't be afraid to just take that action when you're thinking about making a change and take that step forward because who knows, maybe uh, God will provide some humility for us to, you know, just a little dose of medicine. <laughs> the other thing I want you to know is that you are worthy of a positive change in your life. You are worth being able to take a step forward and search for whatever it is that you feel like God is calling you to. And so I don't want you to talk yourself out of it. If there's something big that you're dreaming about and you're just not sure, you know, I want you to know that you're worthy, that God has a plan for you. And it is to not be afraid that you deserve to make positive changes for yourself. And you're worthy of a life that is healthy and helps you move forward and feel alive and to just go for it. So whatever that is, if you're wanting to get rid of an old bad habit that you feel is pulling you down, or you want to make a new change in your life and try to strive for something greater, know that you're worthy and go for it. And of course, what kind of therapist would I be if I wouldn't recommend that you pray? Pray as you're discerning. Pray as you're thinking about change and wanting to take an action. And the great thing about prayer is it gives us a mental break from overthinking. We can create a lot of anxiety and stress within ourselves when we're bogged down trying to think about what is the right decision? Should I do this? And so prayer gives us that mental break from staying stuck in our minds and thinking and slowing us down and getting that place of more solitude, quiet, and peace. So again, just take some time to pray and really discern. The other tip I would say, be patient with yourself. Nothing has to be perfect. It's okay if you don't know right now, but what is that one small thing that you can do next? Take it slowly. Our goals aren't always going to be achieved in one day. It's a process and we have to trust that process, trust the struggle, the grit that develops within us to help keep us humble, but to remember that it's okay. It doesn't, we don't have to have all the answers in one day. And so having that patience with yourself and patience with the process can really go a long way. And remembering too, that taking action of itself, not only keeps you humble, not only creates the virtue of courage, but it also combats fear. And so it's a great way, it can be really scary, but if we take that one small step towards change, you'll be able to see for yourself what you're really capable of rather than letting the fear of what's to come or the fear of wondering what the future will be like hold you in place. Sometimes taking that one small step forward can go such a long way in helping you realize your value, your worth, and God's plan for you is what you're really capable of. And you might surprise yourself. So again, go for it. Another great tip, if you're really feeling quite trapped and paralyzed, just to bring a friend with you for support. If you need to call somewhere, for example, if you're thinking about if therapy is right for you, um, should this be something I do or not? Should I enlist a coach of some sort for support? Bring a friend with you. Have them help you search online for potential options. Have them sit with you when you make the phone call. Maybe they can help you think of questions you should ask if you do decide that therapy is something for you. Enlist some friends for support, looking for new jobs, whatever the situation might be, sometimes can be that little accountability to help you go forward and take those next steps. 
So those are some tips for taking action. So think about, again, the five stages of change, pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. And then whenever we have a recurrence or relapse situation, we want to go back to that maintenance phase where we've built those healthy habits and trying to re-engage in getting rid of those old behaviors. And then think about what stage you're in and think about those tips that I just shared with you that could be ways to help you just take one small baby step forward towards taking that action towards whatever it is you need to take action with in your life. So thanks so much for listening, guys. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend or write a review. We love to hear from you and we'll see you guys next time.